0: Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Wednesday, October 26th. Retirement planning in Canada needs to embrace a broader range of options, according to a new study. With changes to defined contribution pension plans and group RRSPs, there needs to be a shift away from simply building assets to providing a lifetime income for retirees. The CD Howe Institute report Money for Life, putting the pension back in employee pension plans, notes that there's a growing membership of workplace pension plans, which have over $1.5 trillion in assets, and call for DC plans to help retirees better meet the challenge of the decumulation period, when they stop building their pension pot and start drawing down on it. The authors acknowledge emerging innovations, notably variable payment life annuities and advanced life deferred annuities. VPLAs, which pool the investment risk of retired employees within a DC plan and provide a monthly pension based on assumptions about investment and mortality experience, and is adjusted periodically to reflect the pool's actual experience. Meanwhile, elders pay an annuity, which could start as late as the end of the year in which a retiree turns 85. This option is limited to 25% of the individual's DC account balance and a maximum $150,000 being used to buy an elder. A pilot scheme in Ontario recognises the range of investment experience held by those who may fall short of requirements for accredited investor status. While they may have the education and or relevant industry experience, these individuals are not able to invest in opportunities with a prospectus exemption. In Ontario, most capital raised from individuals in prospectus Exemptions are accredited investors. To take advantage of the pilot, investors will have to self certify that they've met at least one qualifying criteria and review and complete a risk acknowledgement form confirming they understand the risks of investing. Investors will also be subject to a $30,000 annual limit on all purchases and can choose to allocate that amount to one or multiple issuers. This pilot also provides a new source of capital for businesses that are headquartered in Ontario. Issuers must report the use of the self certified prospectus exemption by filing reports of exempt distribution. The OSC will use this data to monitor the use of the prospectus exemption and to inform future policymaking. After reporting earnings and revenue that missed expectations, Google parent Alphabet said on Tuesday it would slow hiring and control expenses, signalling that it was girding for tough times ahead as the economy falters. Bloomberg reports that Google's advertising juggernaut, which had largely dodged the digital ad slowdown that hit rivals earlier this year, is no longer immune. Alphabet said third-quarter sales, excluding payments to distribution partners, were U.S. dollars that compared with the average analyst projection for $58.18 billion. Net income was $1.6 per share, less than Wall Street's estimates for $1.25. The stock fell 6% during pre-market trading in New York on Wednesday after closing Tuesday at $104.48. Despite the fact that they're frequently written off as gimmicky fads, niche thematic funds are proven to be more robust than more mainstream funds. An analysis by Morningstar showed the theme-focused funds have greater survival rates than traditional equities funds, which are more likely to be shut down. The niche strategies invest in everything from clean energy and AI to robotics and the metaverse. Even with their inclination toward technology and other growth stocks often translating into larger losses, they've experienced proportionately stronger inflows this year than more mainstream equity funds, despite their total assets declining from a peak of US$849 billion US at the end of last year to 618 billion dollars as of June 30th. The results directly contradict the widely held belief that thematic funds are only made to entice retail investors when a certain narrative is trending, but unlikely to provide attractive long-term returns. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters, plus Chinese Congress shows it's still a good time to invest in this emerging market. Hamilton Lane unveils a senior private credit fund. And who are Wealth Professional's rising stars 2022? For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.